So, welcome back, guys, to In 10 Years Time podcast. Uh, second season now, and we're kicking it off with now recently uh, just signed Cage Warriors uh, fighter, MMA fighter, Sean Clancy Jr. Congratulations on the news, because it literally just happened as well. Like the um, like the literal news on Instagram, I just saw it, that you just signed a multi-fight contract with Cage Warriors. So, congrats, congrats on that. Just initial thoughts on that, on that first of all. Initial thoughts on that. Um, I think I don't know. I think it's I don't know if the multi fight deal was released. I think the multi fight deal might have just been released today, actually. Um, yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah, today. I I think you're right. Uh, I just realised that right there. But um, <laughs> I know it's cool. It's uh, it's an honour to be uh, associated with the legends that have came through Cage Warriors and stuff like that already. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool. Um, I'm excited, but to be honest, it just. If I'm being perfectly honest, it just feels like any other fight. I'll head into like your fighting stuff later in the podcast. So first of all, just wanted to say, I might. So was it? Uh, was it? Because I I saw somewhere that uh, was it Paisley or is it Barhead that you grew up? Because I saw two different like both. I went through. I went through both. Um, I was born in Paisley, and raised most of my life in Barhead, um, West School and Barhead and all that, and now I'm, I'm living in Paisley again. So. But I go for the both. It's basically the same anyway, to be honest. They're just right next to each other. And um, obviously, like those uh, around like the Glasgow area, um, just just coming from someone that obviously not not from that part of the world. Like, what was like growing up in like the Glasgow area for you? Uh, did you enjoy it specifically? Just like like what's different about Glasgow? I just um, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. It's very like. It's very like nine to five, Monday to Friday, drink on weekends, like that kind of like mold kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So everybody's constantly wanting you to do what's been proven already that works. Um, I never wanted to do that. I was always quite outspoken. Like literally, honestly, since I was, since I had like some of my first earliest memories are of training and saying that I wanted to do this fighter. Um, not many people can say that. Honestly, if they're being perfectly honest with themselves, they can't say that. A lot of people say that, but it's not the same. Um, mm. I've literally lived this my whole life. So, I a lot of people are becoming a lot more understanding now as I'm getting older, but it's very, it's typical, uh, like a lot of places, I think, I feel like most places are quite like that, like very like, no, this is what you need to do and stuff. Uh, nobody was unsupportive, I wouldn't say. I had a lot of support through my family and stuff like that, but like, it's very... Uh, I, they're not they're not very open-minded i would say yeah it's a bit like where i'm from as well because i'm in like mid yeah. wales and it's very like closed minded yeah. stuff this is exactly what you'd kind of think like kind of just cold harsh mm. um neds everywhere stuff like that yeah yeah well like, obviously because when you like think of i mean when i think of uh glasgow i think of the film uh uh train is it train spotting um, yeah so <laughs> But uh, I, I haven't been. I really want to go there though, because apparently it's a great city. Lovely, that was nice. So you said like earliest memories uh, of yourself was training and fighting. So like, how was school for you then coming through? Because obviously, if you've just been a fighter your whole life, um, yeah, I'm just interested cool. in like how how did you enjoy school? Um, like how was it for you? I had quite a like a weird uh, up like not upbringing, but like childhood and stuff. 
Um, I never had too many friends and stuff like that. I was always quite weird. Uh, kind of like an, out, an outcast, if you know what I mean. I had like a couple of friends and stuff. Like, like I had like one like really good friend throughout like primary school and then like that was about it really. Uh, mm. But I've always kind of stuck to myself like kind of doing my own thing. Do you know what I mean? I always, I don't know, I never really found much in common with people uh, at all. Even now, I still kind of feel like that to a degree. Do you know what I mean? So like, I think, I think you need a little bit of that, that kind of like, like secludedness. Do you know what I mean? Like to be different, like to do what I want to do, to be the best fighter ever, you can't do that by being the same as everyone else. I'm mm. aware of that. Um, so I know everything that's happened and everything that's like uh, everything that like, my whole upbringing, everything it all adds up to me becoming the best fighter ever, mm. do you know what I mean so I'm never like uh, my upbringing was good, I had a very good upbringing, I had a very very loving family but as far as like uh, school and friends and stuff like that, I never had, I, I wasn't too good in that regard, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I was always training, I was always training That's that like I never ever ever didn't train. That's even if like my dad would always take me to like training and stuff like that, whether it be at his gym or the grip house back in the day or like anything. I start I went to I started going to a higher level when I was like fourteen and stuff. Um, that's when I started taking things seriously. I could actually get lifts up and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? That was the first ever like consistent regiment that I'd ever had, and I honestly just fell in love. Like that's it's it's exactly what I needed. To just I've always had so much energy. I was always like, uh, always needed structure in that way. Do you know what I mean? I was very, I was very by the book kid, and uh, it, it literally just I fell into place so fast. Um, you mentioned your dad because um, I think I'm right in thinking that your dad was also a fighter as well. Was he? Was it? Did he do MMA? Because then he do was he, was he like a kickboxer or Muay Thai or no? No, no, he uh, he did MMA. He was a wrestler. He, he wrestled like when he was younger, so he's more of a wrestler than, than anything. Right. Had a couple of wrestling tournaments when he was younger. Uh, had a couple of. He had an MMA fight very, very early on, um, which ended up. It was like one of those weird, pure old school MMA fights where like they weren't the same way as each other and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what the rule set was, uh, but that was a very long time ago, and then. We ended up just having like a, a million kids, so <laughs> got away and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then he ended up getting back, having another fight when in 2015 or something like that, and then just just wrecked the guy. Um, so I, I, I've all it's just it's in the blood, isn't it? Yeah, well, because I was gonna sing because it's like you've said you've always enjoyed, and like obviously your dad was a massive influence. So was yeah, it like yeah. when you foot when you were like like little was it like you knew you knew nothing else apart from fighting but yeah you I said you, but you, you still enjoy it though because some people might think oh it's a bit of a burden because my dad or whatever is always pushing me to do this but you like no that, one loves that's, it that's always that's the thing with james james <laughs> always says i'm like autistic <laughs> because a lot of people in my predicament they end up falling away from it like that's just all they do all day yeah. every day and uh it's like they go I don't know, you see a lot of kids getting coerced into it and you see even in like football or, and stuff like that, Scotland's obviously a very like football-based kind of country and uh, 
even like in football, like you see a lot of like dads and stuff like that try to live through their kids and stuff, whereas it wasn't really the same in my case. I just, I just had, I had fighting and I just stuck to it. It's all I've ever thought about. Do you know what I mean? Um, it could have been the case with anything. If I'd got any football, it may have been like that with football. It may have been like that with anything. Mm. But fighting's all I've been able to think about ever. Um, yeah, I just sorry. I, I, I. <laughs> and yeah no no that's great and um and so was there any other option apart from fighting or mma was there any any moment in your head that you thought oh was it was it as have you ever had that moment or have you just not thought about no, it? not not in that way i remember when i was really really young i had a phase where i wanted to be a vet but uh, oh, right. that, was, that was about it yeah <laughs> um i i've just i don't know a lot of people do fall away from it i just don't I don't seem to have it. I'm all, I've always stayed relatively consistent. Don't get me wrong. It's, I'm the same as everyone. Like, I'm not like, oh, I just love training all the time. I just love doing this all the time. It's very love-hating stuff. Do you know what I mean? It's hard work. It's very hard work. If it was easy, I would, like, everyone would do it. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm definitely different. Like, there's nobody like me at all. I know that. Mm. Um, or if there is, I fucking never met anybody like me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, I... I don't know what it is. I've always, I've always wondered what that might have been. But uh, no, I've never had the urge to fall away. It's just, it's just me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It really is just me. Like, ah, I'm fighting. Um, it's just whenever anybody hears my name, they're just like, oh, I that fighter. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's all I can think about. It's all I can talk about. It's all I do. It's, I, I train. Like, I've never like fell away. I've never, I was never one for going out partying or nothing like that. It's just, it's mm. just always been that way for me. Do you know what I mean? It's just all I've lived. It's mm. probably going to continue to be like that, like any mm. for the day I die. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine me doing anything else or properly like drifting away from fight or anything like that. I don't, I just don't think I could. I just, I think it's just that ingrained in me. And obviously, um, a lot of people think that, uh, like you said, you want to be the best ever, and a lot of people have dubbed you as like the future of Scottish MMA or British MMA, whatever. So I just wondered what it feels like to be labelled like those kind of things as like a young athlete as well, because that's something I always ask. That is, it's, that is really cool. That is really cool, <laughs> especially the people, the people saying it and stuff like that, like legends mm. of the sport. The sport that is really cool, but um, I'm not, I'm not the same as these guys that have already came out of like Scotland and Britain and stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm something else, completely different. Mm. You'll see what I'm talking about soon. Um, I've trained with like people a lot bigger than me, like from such a young age. I've trained with people that are uh, like such a high level from such a young age, and I've always been able to like hold my own and win rounds and stuff like that. From literally from like 15, 16. Do you know what I mean? I'm only twenty, and I'm like like doing well, and like mm. I'm doing more than well against a lot of like some of the best fighters in the gym and stuff like that and they're like don't get me wrong it's like back and forth but they're uh they're some like some of the best fighters in the gym like we've got everybody do you know what i mean we've got people in the ufc we've got people in bellator we've got people in pfl mm. and i'm by no means out of my depth and i never have been from the age of 15 16 that's what i'm trying to say and I think it was one of your fights uh last last year you fought against jamie hayes and you won that fight eventually. But I also saw somewhere that you said you had some family stuff uh, on your mind going into it or whatever. So if you don't mind uh, saying, I'm interested in knowing like, what you meant 
uh, by, by what, the, what was the family stuff you had going into that and how much more did it mean to you when you won? Um, so it's like a pure, not like a running joke or nothing like that, but if people like, were quite well known in my gym and stuff like that, that like, I've had like what, like 10, 11 fights and stuff like that. And it just seems to be like before every single one of them, I've got like something big going on, do you know what I mean? Um, but then before that fight, like two like, really close family members had died like back to back. Aye, that's that's what was going on then. There was a couple other things in the background that I won't talk about, but um, mm. that those were the two main things I'd say. And obviously, to be like uh, a champion or whatever, you also have got to have a great mentality. And yeah, also, yeah. when shit hits the fan, how do you respond to adversity and stuff? So. I'm just wondering, like, how do you in the cage, outside the cage, like, how do you respond to adversity as a like young athlete, and how do you get over it, basically? I don't think there's any like real secret to it or nothing like that. Uh, I've always had heart. Um, that's been ingrained in me from a young age. I was born with it, and I'd again I trained so hard for so long. It's just I'm never going to quit in that way. Like your brain is, I've been in tough situations and fights and stuff like that. Like your brain's wanting to stop, your body's wanting to give up, but there's just like, there's a part of, there's just something there that won't let you. And just, there's something that it's, I, I call it my spirit. Um, just, just keeps me going. Because you don't know why you keep going. You thought you'd gave up ages ago, but you, like, there's not one moment in time where you actually have. Um, you're never, like, it's never a conscious decision. Do you know what I mean? I'm never like, oh, I could, it, it never ever, ever crosses my mind. Oh, I could, I could lay over right now. I could just roll over and lose. Like, I'm, I'm too competitive for that. There's, I've done this, I've trained so hard. Like, it means too much to me for like some wee guy that's not made for this just to come and try and take it off me. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just not, it's just not me. I couldn't. And um, obviously, you mentioned before, like people that are in your gym, obviously uh, at high level MMA, uh, Paul Craig and Stevie Ray. Um, I just wanted to know how you got involved with high level MMA and how you came across uh, Jamie, your coach, Jamie. Uh, James, uh, um, my my dad actually. So I used to train. Well, I was always like the grip house beforehand, um, and my dad. Ended up having a fight in 2015, I think it was, or I can't remember. But uh, somebody says if you want to, like, if you want to fight, I'd recommend going to a higher level. And so he did, and he immediately just fell in love with it. And he was like, Sean, you need to go here. <laughs> and I was like, perfect, okay. I went over and I just, I seen how it felt different. Everybody, James was different, just, and it's exactly what I was needing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And what have you learned the most from? him and training with people like uh paul craig and such like since you've been there like what have you learned what's the best thing you've learned the best thing i've learned oh, yeah. um the best thing i've learned from james is consistency um just like you need to constantly be able to come in like, even when you're tired even when you're like not that like even when you can't be bothered just show up and you need to constantly kind of have that forget you don't need to have that fire but you need to act like you do do you know mm -hmm. what i mean um 
you need to come in, you need you need to be passionate and you need to yeah, you need to be consistent and obsessed. Got that from James. Um, a lot of the fighters, like as far as the fighters go, they're they're all taking like many things like from each fighter, like um Danny Henry, Stevie Ray, Paul Craig, Mark Ewan, all these people have got like taken even like, even smaller fighters, even even fighters like my wee brother and stuff like that. Like mm. my younger brother, I take mm. things off of him. Um I take I take things off of every fighter uh, that I see. Um everybody's like a family, it's just Nobody'll nobody'll see anybody going without. Do you know what I mean? Something that I think of you anyway is that you're quite a well-rounded fighter. Obviously, a lot of MMA guys they'll specialise in. Well, not not most now nowadays anyway, but a lot yeah. they'll be obviously more stronger in the grappling or striking than another. Um, so I was just thinking, obviously, people need to improve on their craft all, all on all the time. Do you think at the moment, um, heading into your Cage Warriors debut, do you think there's anything? uh you need to improve on in the long run in your in your mma career in particular or do you think it, at the moment it's just like brushing out ironing out the edges there are of course like i can improve on everything i wouldn't say there's anything specifically that sticks out uh compared to the others and if there was i wouldn't be saying it online anyway yeah, <laughs> people yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't really say so. As you say, I'm well rounded. I'm by no means perfect yet. Mm. Um, there's, I can always improve on plenty of things like kicking, punching, grappling, submissions. There's, I, like, there's always, there's always going to be somebody that's better than me at something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's uh, my my job to just be the best at blending all together, mm. which I try and do. I feel like as far as my grappling goes and stuff like that. Everybody thinks I'm just a grappler. Um, not true. Uh, I've struck just as much as I've grappled in my whole lifetime. Maybe I'm mm. more talented at that. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. I actually prefer striking. Uh, I would just say people, it's so much easier. It's just such an easier way to win. Like People just seem to be so deficient off their back. Mm. Um. I get on top of them, I'm winning, I'm landing the damage, they are working harder than me. Mm. Now, after that, they're spending the whole fight trying to play catch-up. It's just, it just seems like common sense. If I can get you down, that's 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 me winning. Mm. Uh, but it's never something I'm actually like spazzing to, or, or like rushing to try and get to the mat. Mm. Uh, I've... My last fight, actually, it looks like I did my last fight, but what actually happened was I just fell over. I just, I just the cage got in my way and I just tripped up. Yeah, but uh, I no, it's I, I don't care what they think I'm going to do because, hmm. regardless of what they think I'm going to do, even if they are thinking what I'm going to do is right, I'm hmm. going to be able to do it anyway. I'll be able to do whatever I want to these guys in there. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's always about getting the the smartest. Um, the smartest, safest way to victory, mm. and obviously, um, I think and I need to finish people as well. I cannot finish people. I'm just, but that happens anyway. Mm. And um, obviously, you're so you're two and zero in the pros at the moment, uh, in MMA, and also you've got quite you've got a very good record in the amateurs as well. Um, I think 
I think it was your penultimate your penultimate fight before you went into the pros. I think you lost to a guy called Rowan Crocker. I think his name was um, in the Four Nations uh, Championships. I think it was. Yeah. And um, so I was just thinking, obviously, since then you've killed it and you're, you know, beating yeah. beating the shit out of guys. So I was just wondering, like, how did you come over that as like a young athlete? And um, yeah. Um. I, feel, I took it quite well. It was a weird one. Uh, I didn't perform nearly as well as uh, I usually do. Mm. I went in with like just such a weird mental about me. Do you know what I mean? Um, definitely learned a lot from it. Nothing like that's ever going to happen again. Um, the guy actually never hit me either. Mm. I had that in there. And I tried to get the fight. I'm of the mindset, if I fought that guy 45 minutes later, I would have beat him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's not a better fighter than me by any means necessary. Mm. Um, he's a nice guy. I actually quite liked him. Mm. But uh, as far as I tried to, I tried, honestly, I tried to get a fight back a, a fair couple of times. A fair, mm. fair, fair couple of times. But he'd been out for ages with injury. Mm. And uh, it just so happened to mm. start looking for another MMA fight two weeks after I'd turned pro. Mm. Um, I think it was just bad timing. Mm. Well, I mean, I mean, he's got he's got he's quite a good fighter as well. So you know, you never you never know. You might face him again in the future. Um, Aye, if he wants, if he wants what I want, we'll fight. We'll fight again. Yeah, that's for sure, for sure. Um, obviously, your first two fights in the pros, they've been uh, uh, inside the first round. Um, I just want, I just, want, I was just interested in this, like, especially the first pro fight you had. I mean, that was that was pretty comfortable stuff for you um did it annoy you like does it did it annoy you a little bit like in those first two fights like how like easy you found it against those guys because obviously you're preparing so much or did you just like yeah i feel great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, if i can finish all my guys in the first like two seconds do you know what i mean i'm not going to sit there and like take a back and forth fight if i if a fight is back and forth between me and somebody i am raging Mm. I'm, I, I'm absolutely raging I'm not happy with the performance at all I expect mm. a lot mm. from myself uh, I set a, a very 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 high standard for myself um, mm. no I wouldn't be it would be hard for me to be happy with anything other than flawless mm. and are you, are, are, you, are you I'm guessing you're expecting a similar thing on Saturday then in, in doubling against this this guy Um Obviously, this fight's at 170 at welterweight, um, but you've also fought at middleweight before at 185. So a couple of questions. First things first, are you definitely going to stay then at 170 for... Yeah, for yeah. And and how's this? How's like the weight cutting been and everything like that this camp? Brand new. Uh, Paul Craig's actually, obviously he works with boxing science and stuff like that, so I've been getting a lot of tips and stuff like that off of them. I'm just going to work to get a nutritionist in my next fight with this. Again, structure. Structure-wise, this is the most structured I've been with my diet. Uh, I've had... Oh, my phone's been... Oh, dark. Aye, this is the most structured I've been with my diet. Uh, and it's the best of felt. Otherwise, I'm not having to rush anything. Like, it was never, like, a thing where, like, I'd pure cheat my diet or nothing like that. I just... I didn't know. I didn't... Uh, I didn't have the knowledge, um, so I would do what I knew, but I was bad. Whereas um, I just, I feel a lot better. I'm actually having more food. I'm losing weight faster. Mm. Um, 
everything's just running so smoothly. Mm. Uh, this will probably be the biggest I've been for my fight as well, which mm. is, yeah, add all that together. It's just a very, very, very funny combination. Mm. And what, what made you want to go down to 170 rather than stay at 185? Was it just the size? I'm guessing it's just like the size thing. I'm I, I don't walk about enough, like big enough for 185. Mm. <laughs> I look at monsters like Paul Craig. Like, yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. Like Paul, he walks about a bit like, what, 99 kilo, 100 kilo? Mm. Um, I do not. So, definitely strong enough to stay there. But, like, mm. if I can make the 170 as, as comfortably as I am, then why not? I'm yeah. not saying I won't go back up to 185. I'm definitely not saying that. But, um, aye. Mm. Why, why why, not if I can make the weight? It doesn't make, doesn't make sense. Mm. And, um, obviously, with Cage Warriors being on uh, UFC Fight Pass as well, um, obviously, UFC's the what every aspiring MMA fighter tries to get on, uh, or most, anyway. So I want want to know like how long obviously you're very focused on your upcoming fight and stuff in Cage Warriors, but how long how close do you think you are to getting to the UFC? Like how many fights, how many wins do you think you need to get before getting there? Uh I don't know. It just kinda really depends on obviously life and stuff like that. Uh it depends on a lot of things. I know it won't take me too many fights to get there, just with the kind of thing that I bring. So it's it all depends on how fast I get the fights. Do you know what I mean? It's not because people could pull out, people could do this, people could do that. In an ideal world, I'm there like two years or something like that. Uh, but you know how it is with, with fighting and stuff like that. Things are so inconsistent. Mm. And um, final question. I always ask this to a lot of my uh, podcast guests. Obviously, this one, this podcast is called "In Ten Years Time." So, and I always end at the same question. So, you're you twenty one, twenty at the moment, twenty. So, in ten years' time, you're thirty. It's October. Uh, what would it be? Twenty thirty three. Um, where would you like to be in ten years' time? Uh, considered the greatest of all time by then. Um, a fair couple of years into it, I'd say. Right. With another, another two years in the pipeline. Um, aye, that's where I'd want to be. That's where I will be. Great. Um, yeah, in a comfortable position. Sean, you've been amazing. Thanks so much, mate. That was, that was a good chat. Really, really enjoyed it. And good luck. And good, good luck for Saturday as well. Thank good you, mate. I appreciate that. Hi, I'd just like to uh, thank a couple of people as well. Um, just some people I'm really fortunate to have on my side. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like I need to thank higher level and James Dillon. Of course. Um, second, I'd like to thank Enhanced Sports Performance. It's been two training camps back to back that I've been working with them and I've noticed some big improvements already. So thank you very much. Um, and next, I'd like to thank a list of my sponsors because if it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to do uh, what I'm doing right now and completely just 100% follow my dream. So first, I'd like to thank uh, Jam Jar Paisley. I'd like to thank Azure Pool Services. I'd like to thank Abacus Valves, Riley Reinforcements. I'd like to thank Andy's Golden Fry Paisley. Uh, and I'd like to thank ProLife as well. So thank you, everyone. That's uh, that's all I was wanting to say. Thank you very much. I, I, I appreciate all of these. Um, I would not be, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for 
follow his. Do you know what I mean? So, thank you.